Hey friends, today we dive into all things marketing. That's right. Whether you're trying to build your own personal brand or whether you're trying to know a bit about how marketing works or what is happening in the marketing space, technology as you know has really engulfed marketing. But how do they marry together and what is happening in the experience marketing economy? If that's a new term for you, so was this for me. This is a very short but very detailed and interesting episode on marketing 2021. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into this interesting conversation. I am Ishani Nigam your host, a recent graduate from the University of Melbourne, streaming from Australia. I help businesses, entrepreneurs in this post-COVID world to reach their target audience through engaging and intriguing audiovisual content. But over here, I help you, aspiring leaders, students from all across the globe, to take your first step towards your goal. This season, we're taking your first step ever there's also a bit of twist to it. We will be discussing something very important in taking your first step, which is you. It's all about you, your abilities and your internal environment that takes you to the first step. So my friends, get ready and get started for an engaging and really informative season where I engage with accomplished people who have taken their first step, but the way to the first step has been building their inner capabilities. And that is what we are going to unleash this season. So if you are interested to take that first step in whatever profession you want to, at wherever place you are right now, then get ready for this season. It's getting super exciting at my first step ever podcast because in this episode, we have Forbes official council member of the Technology Council. Please join me in welcoming our guest speaker for today. He is the CEO of W3 Digital, a business strategy and digital transformation agency. He is a keynote speaker, strategist, media commentator, advisor. His management consultancy specializes in digital transformation and he is a certified experience economy expert. Let me welcome Mark Cameron. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, re- really, really happy to be here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for inviting me along. So, Mark, you are a strategist, keynote speaker, media commentator, advisor. This is all what your LinkedIn says. But I think yep. the time I met you, I, I heard you speak on, as you were one of the panelists at Australian Marketing Institute recently, and you were talking a lot about Mark Tech, which is marketing yep. technology. Something really interesting, something, not, it's not something new, but it has been in the space, but I think this is a space which will be really, really interesting for the aspiring leaders, graduates, 
anyone who really wants to build a personal brand and i think much more than that so i think i would like to first dive into asking the first question how did you step into the martech world <laughs> uh that's a long story so um yeah i started my career in advertising in new zealand uh and then some of the 90s so advertising marketing um then went uh yeah when worked for a um large uh kind of one of the first big kind of digital agencies in New Zealand. Um, that's again, late nineties, early two thousands. Um, and yeah, so by, by the end of sort of 2000, I felt like I needed to head overseas, um, and went, I was planning on coming to Australia for a short period of time and then heading off to New York. I had a job lined up there, but I came over, he came over here in 2001. Um, and then September 11 happened and that job that I, you know, had lined up in New York sort of ceased to, ceased to exist. And, and I was sort of doing a lot of freelancing work here. So I was doing work with Telstra and Heinz Waddies and, uh, Toyota and those kinds of things here. Um, so then in about 2003, I joined the company I'm with now. Um, by 2007, sort of taken the business over and restructured it, um, and took it from sort of more of a branding comms business to, to becoming a digital agency initially, uh, and then a then a sort of digital consultancy, uh, so more of the marketing side of things. And um, that was really as you know, social media was starting to scale, marketing automation was starting to become a thing. You know, uh, search engine optimization was really starting to become a thing, and then. We then moved the business into becoming more of a management consultancy focused on digital transformation space. And that's that's really where we are now. Um, so we do a lot of work uh, in government sectors, do a lot of work you know, with companies like Telstra, do a lot of work with um, with healthcare providers uh, and universities across Australia and across the world and have been involved in all sorts of weird things like presidential elections and, and a whole bunch of interesting things along the, along the journey. So, yeah. <laughs> so you have really seen how the how the space of marketing has changed and how it has how technology has really you know got a grip over marketing maybe it's marketing over technology I don't know what it is and maybe that's what we're getting into today yeah it's sort of a, I think a, um, um, a lot of what we do is look at technology and marketing and customer and how it's impacting business models broadly like how how whole organizations or whole industries are actually starting to shift and the role of marketing within that, the role of technology within that, um, and then the role of other, you know, other disciplines and so on as well. Um, so that's really, yeah, that's a big part of what we do. So that's really interesting over here. Like I, I also really get really interested in knowing if someone has their own venture, which you have, you're the CEO of W3 Digital. And I would yep. really like to know, like out of curiosity, if W3 stands for something. <laughs> <laughs> uh well yeah it was it stood for um when the business first started up it was called working three and there was sort of three partners um who were, you know since it's taken over uh but we sort of shortened it to w3 because you know we were a digital uh, digital consultancy digital transformation organization and it really felt like that you know sort of that dub 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 you know the beginning of websites was much more of kind of that the focus of the business than than where we were heading so it was really about that those three w's at the beginning of every web, web address good to know that that how things you know evolve and how people really take things forward and make their yeah. own oh sorry just i was going to say there's you know we also um we also sort of, you know, use that three idea and the W3 thing to, to sort of start to think about where we position and what we do in the, in the market. And and really the area that we sit is in between organizational risk and opportunity. So that's that strategy and board level conversation, the um, 
the human aspect, so the organisational, you know, organisational structure and customer piece, and then the technology enablement. And we kind of sit in the middle of those three three aspects and actually make those elements work. It's interesting that you touched upon this particular aspect because that is where I was really getting into. Uh, being a graduate, recent graduate myself, and uh, having a lot of friends in business field, and a lot of us really would like to understand a, a lot about consultancy. And I see that you come from management consultancy, and it's all about heavily into this, specifically into digital. So if you yeah. would like to really take us through, because you are an expert in experience economy, which was really interesting yeah. term, what aspiring leaders or graduates who are really coming in should be really, you know, uh, keeping uh, abreast with now these days? Yeah, that's a kind of a big, big question. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you think about experience economy, so experience economy is sort of where um, it's a lot to do with how, you know, the progression of, of there's an element within inside the experience economy framework which talks about um, progression of economic value. So, you know, when it comes to a consumer buying something, you, you've got you know, essentially stuff you dig out of the ground initially. Um, so, so, you know, the basic commodity stuff. Then you've got um, goods, which are basically a combination of those things turned into something new. Then you've got services that go sometimes go along with the goods, um, but sometimes don't. Then you've got experiences. Um, and there's been a lot of talk about, obviously, about the value of experiences and businesses becoming more human-centered and experience-focused. And then we've got uh, transformations. So, and that's where the customer actually will buy a series of goods and services and expect to be transformed. So, you know, a university degree is a really good example of that. You know, buying something that may help you lose weight or a program that helps you lose weight is, is a good example of that. Um, and I think the more... You know, businesses, the more they think about their service offering and how they work, can move up that value chain. But at the same time, the market is always wanting to push the, the, push the product down that value chain. So, you know, when something can get, and can you know, in today's environment, something can get commoditized very, very, very quickly. And that's basically what it means. It's moving down that, that value chain. Um, so that's one, that's kind of like one aspect. Um, and then when you sort of talk about how things, you know, sort of work, I mean, that, that kind of big, I think the big issue is is currently looking at is how markets are shifting, like whole markets, how are they starting to shift and how businesses that have been set up for a very, very long time to extract value out of a really good idea they had a long time ago, um, and that's, you know, structured processes, structured ways of working, you know, very, very, um, very hierarchical structures, for example, um, they, that no longer is valid or it's starting to lose relevance very, very quickly. Um, and I think that understanding that and understanding where your role within inside of that shift is, um, is where a, you know, graduate will start to, you know, start to create huge value for themselves and value for the company they work. Yeah, that, that sounds really interesting. And uh, it's as you mentioned, it's not that easy to understand. Uh, coming from background of marketing, I think it, mm. it takes me a while to, you know, understand. But when you really start applying, it takes time. So I think because yeah. we have graduates from all walks of life, getting back into the digital uh, aspect of things, you know. Sure. If, if everyone wants... Today, everyone wants to have their own personal brand, even if, you know, yeah. they're not into marketing. But this has become a really really important thing if not essential i would say uh, and if you would like to give maybe top three tips 
to graduates from different walks of life, like how in digital world right now, what are the three steps that they can take, which is which is definitely easy, but it is also essential for them to keep at it. Um, look, when it came to my personal brand, so my, my personal brand um, started, you know, I mean, on I mean, a long time ago, but but um. Uh, you know, when we, you we talk about media commentator, right? You know, I started doing some blogging myself, was you know, collecting thoughts, and then moving into. Uh, I then started writing for a couple of magazines, and then I had BRW and the, the Fin Review asked me to do some work, and then that became a kind of a regular column, and I ended up writing hundreds and hundreds of articles for lots of different magazines. Um, but the one thing that drove that, and it was really, really simple. Um, is just real active listening. So, so thinking about, so talking to lots of people, asking questions, um, and then hearing the questions they have, and then thinking about, well, how can I answer that? And then really just, you know, thinking about. Initially, it was like writing blog pieces, but now quite often it's just writing very, very short LinkedIn posts. Um, you know, I've got an interesting question. I let it sort of sit in my head for a couple of days, and then I'll try and respond to it publicly. Um, on LinkedIn and that, that positions you as a thought leader um, in some particular area and and it's probably one of the best branding things you can do. Um, it's better, it's more effective than, you know, sort of trying to go too many channels too quick, too quickly. It's just, just try and develop reputation um, and influence. Yeah, I think that sounds really, really great. And I, that's what we've been emphasizing for a very long period, that you need to make a small start. Mm. And that's how everything, you know, really comes into picture. It takes time. And I think with digital world, we really, really want everything to happen quickly. But that takes a lot of time. I think um, starting small is the basic uh, basis of everything. With you, uh, Mark, I would like to ask you, has, has there ever been an incident, you know, where being in this digital world, that has really sucked the life out of you, or maybe you're so passionate about it that you don't. Re- that really never bothers you. I think. I mean, you know, running a business is hard. <laughs> um, it's, it's it's hard work, but I think an organisation or a relationship is focused way too much on the digital tactics and not thinking about you know. So they want to do lots of stuff. They want to do you know. They want to do get marketing automation going. They want to do lots and lots of social media posts. They want to do. It's just about volume and activity rather than actually having a really clear strategy, that can be really disheartening mm-hmm. because, you know, they're missing the big opportunity, which is to do one thing incredibly, incredibly well, incredibly, incredibly creatively, and it may not be any of those things when it comes to digital. Doing one thing really well will can, can completely change the business. Um, so I think that's, you know, that's, yeah, it can become disheartening when 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 people don't you know people can't see that and are very very caught up in just the, the small tactical things and i think i suppose it's not really that easy to run a business as you just mentioned and that there are a lot of things that really keeps you you know on your toes and more often it is your own internal strength your internal mind and your health so what is that you do uh, if you have a schedule or something that you follow that really helps you be you know, on your toes and just give your 100% in whatever you do. Oh, uh, look, I, um, oh man, it's hard. I've got two young kids. Having too much of a schedule with, you know, with two kids under, under, under eight is quite hard. Um, but, um, look, I mean, uh, pretty much my whole career, I've, you know, tried to get up reasonably early, go for a walk for at least an hour or so, listen to podcasts, um, give myself time to think. 
um, before sort of jumping into, you know, meetings and conversations for the rest of the day. Um, I think that I found that to be very, very, very helpful. Um, and, um, and, and also just making time, you know, allowing time for sort of creative out, out input, you know, so knowing when, knowing that you have to actually carve time out of your week every week to actually do the writing that you want to do or, you know, do some bit of work or, or give yourself just time to learn and think and develop rather than just filling your entire week with, you know, lots and lots and lots of, you know, sort of activity, which is really good. Like you do have to do those things, but if you're not making time for you to develop yourself, then it doesn't really, yeah, you don't, you get burnt out pretty quick. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking us through your journey. I just have one last question and I, I just, I think it's a little, for me, it's interesting and I'm curious to know. Uh, what what do you think are the top three mistakes or maybe even top one mistake that in your journey you have seen the brands make in the digital mm -hmm. space? Probably the top mistake is to spend too much on technology too soon um, and not have a really good strategy about what they're, what they're doing. Um, so spend too much on data collection maybe um, or a CRM or a marketing automation and not really understanding why they're doing it. Um, and they end up having to end up spending huge amounts of money with not really the uh, the the output or the, the sort of outcomes they're looking for, or sometimes that you know actually has a damaging impact on their brand. Um, so I think that's one of the things is spending is giving an organisation time to think about what are we really going to do when it comes to digital, what suits our brand, what suits our market, um, how do we think about digital as not just a way and not a not a way of taking spend away from traditional media and moving it over to a new form, but but, but actually use it in a way it's best. And um, you know, you can generate value, or you can generate conversation. Um, you can have you know applications, whatever else it may be, um, that's going to uh, draw you much closer to your to your customer and your brand. This is also synonymous to uh, students, graduates who are trying to build their personal brand. I think even mm. if you just start you know, posting things uh, on different yeah. platforms without having your reasoning why, as you just mentioned, that brands just mm. use technology a lot without knowing the reason, without having the end outcome or it not being, you know, seamless because if you're using the same content on different platforms, how they marry together. I think that also works very well on a personal brand level as well for graduates. So thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, that is my takeaway. Thank I was you just going to say one well, I was actually just having a conversation. I do some mentoring, and I have had a conversation with some of the uh, the the mentor, the other mentors. Um, and we're talking about you know preparing how to you know how the people prepare their resume, how they think about their personal brand. Um, and one of the things that sort of came up in that conversation was, um, and for me anyway, some of the some of the employees that I've had that have, that have impressed me the most are the ones that have thought have obviously thought very clearly about what I need and what our business needs rather than just trying to write a resume or write, you know, write their personal brand based on what they want. Um, so they've, you know, they've even gone and talked to other people in the business, try to understand the culture. And when they've put their cover letter forward or their resume forward, or they've, they've, they've done their research. And I think that those are the types of things that really, really, really shine through. Not hard to do. So, you know, it's not a lot of time, um, but it can have a massive impact and can, and, and last in people's minds for a long time. Uh, Mark, I think that's a very good direction for anyone to, you know, start 
even thinking of before they craft their cover letter or resume it's i think it always comes down to what value you are going to add and that yeah. really increases your value in in other people's eyes because this is uh, you know this is something that you're doing as a as a team you are going there to be part of a team and you're not just working for yourself so i think that was a really great perspective to share with all our listeners today so thank you mark for taking us through your journey of you know of being in the marketing space giving us a glimpse about the experience economy which is a really deep thought i think and then also yeah. leading us through what our graduates can really do in this digital world so thank you so much and before my guest speakers leave i always ask them to leave our listeners with a thought or a quote that they really resonate with and follow through one one quote is uh is the one thing that um my my father said to me a very very long time ago um which is be spend time to understand what your strengths are and then surround yourself with people who have who have strengths and your weaknesses wow and then you know life will be good <laughs> well in this technology driven marketing world where we sit at our home and try and strive to aim for that next big job or to get our products out there and get our ideas liked by other people number one thing is to build your personal brand so if you are really looking to move into these areas personal branding is important but there are some simple steps that you can take which you've heard today with mac cameron please follow us on spotify google or apple podcast also if you have any comments you like to give any feedback or if you really like to listen to someone please follow us on instagram my first step ever underscore in and let me know and before i take a leave i would like to say start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself i am ishani nigam your host for my first step ever signing off for this week and eagerly waiting to have you and our next speaker again for the next week see you